When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Y bienvenidos a un nuevo Geekscape aquí en el Tor Hub Network. Tenemos el Jonathan London aquí, Johnny Ice allá. Johnny Ice, ¿cómo estás? Hola. <laughs> you weren't ready for that shit, were you? <laughs> you, no, didn't know, you didn't know I could bust that? No, I, did, I had you no had clue. No idea you blew me that. away. Hey, sponsored by the Coco Krispies. Yeah, I, I felt like I was in Cancun watching you. <laughs> Bienvenidos al nuevo Geekscape, uh, Tor Hub Network. You guys don't have a Spanish language show. No, we don't. We, we gotta get it. You know, we'll, 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 listen, this is what I'm thinking. Like, like Toad Hop has kind of like an identity crisis. What identity you, crisis? That's just what I'm thinking. I don't want you to take offense okay. as no, program no. manager, but what is the Toad Hop program dem- director? It's program I, sorry, director. I just had to. What, what, what did I call you? Yeah, program manager. Uh, program we motherfucker. We have another person. What did I call you, motherfucker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, listen, like, like, who is the target demo when you go to advertisers like like do you go for x or do you just sell the shows separately wow you really put put me on the spot yeah here. I, I, well i gotta put you on the spot because no, no, I, mean, I have put the future of this brand that did. i, I built did. for six years you did i i, I see us have a, having a beautiful partnership but i want to make sure that this is going somewhere come on yeah well i mean as you would probably imagine it's men good I like that so Absolutely far. Absolutely, men. Yeah. Uh, As a chauvinist? Or? I mean, obviously, it's the younger audience because we are internet-based. Okay. So you're talking uh, men 18 to 35. Okay. All right. College-educated. Okay. But we got a sports show. We've got a political show. Yeah. We've got, like, nine movie shows. I know. You're pumping us up right now. I, <laughs> we gotta, we, I feel like I should be paying you for this advertising. Well, you, I mean, honestly, uh, I was in jury – listen to what I did yeah, today. Yeah, I yeah. was in jury service. Uh, I got called up. I did duty. not – Duty. So I, I go to jury duty, and I bring a stack of comics like that big, uh, just uh, all this week's comics, and I never got called into a courtroom. You know the, the way that I wonder the, why the way, the way California works. They're, they're like that person has a twelve-year-old yeah. yeah. mentality. Um, so I just spent the whole day reading comics and like playing my 3ds. Yeah, no shit. No, we don't I, wonder they didn't yeah, call me in. Yeah. 
They would have been idiots to call me in. They see you with comic books, and they're like, instantly, this guy is all about the justice system. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I, I am patriotic. I know I pay my taxes, and I know that they, I, I believe in the infrastructure of this country, and I know you have to invest in it. And part of that is our judicial process. I should be on Sean Astin's show right now. But um, <laughs> and, and so if you're called for jury duty, and I've served on a jury, I, I think that it's, it's one of the things you can do to give back to this country. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, everyone in that room is thinking of the ways to get the hell out of jury duty. Like, whatever yeah. they can do. Yeah. And I started thinking, like, okay, there got to be ways to not get arrested and still get out of jury duty when they call your name and they bring you into a courtroom and they start to interview you to see whether or not uh, you should be dismissed from the trial. And it just really depends on the trial because somebody I was talking to was like, they pick me every time. This woman, she gets picked every time and she serves on the jury. And well, does she say pick me? I don't know what she says, but honestly, uh, you know, we were at the court of, like, the hardcore court downtown that does all the criminal justice stuff. Uh-huh. So Laura served on a jury there, and it was it's all gangbang stuff. You know, you not only do you go through a, not only do you go through, like, one, you know, metal detector, you have to go through a second metal detector on the specific floors because they really don't want this shootout, this gang stuff happening. And so what happened is, uh, it, it, I was like, you know what, if I get called in, and they're like, how do you feel about murder? I'll just be like, I gave that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You know, That's like, good. Like, yeah. like look them dead in the eye. Because yeah. the people that they pick for the juries, and, and I think this makes sense, the people that they pick for juries are people who are kind of wishy-washy, who either yeah. side think that they can maybe influence towards their, their, their cause. So really, if you're just opinionated, I think you've got a, a good shot. Now, mm-hmm. if you're opinionated and borderline psychotic, there's probably no way that they're going to pick you. Um, so what you do is you just stare at them. They can't arrest you for looking like a rabid dog, all right? You just stare at them, right? Just stare into their soul and just be like, murder? Kid shit. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I kill for a living. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, when you're thinking about this, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, the reason I wanted to get out of jury duty was I could be here on the gig uh-huh. skate, right? Because I, 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 well, I had jury duty today, and I was like, I got to get to Toad Hop. And I got to record the Geekscape because last week we had our, our uh, premiere here with you guys, and it, it went stellar. Uh, I've got some of your comments here, Geekscapists, and I'm going to read them out to you guys. Uh, some come from Twitter. Some come from, uh, from right there on Facebook. Uh, whatever you guys want to do to get comments um, to us, you can, you can get them to us on Facebook. You can get them to uh, Twitter. Email them to me, Jonathan at Geekscape.net. But, yeah, Twitter, leave them on a comment on the site. Uh, okay, so here are a couple. Um, which one to read? Oh, Christina Tassio, our, our amazing slow me on the website. She says, great job, guys. See you next week. I hope that's true. I hope you're out there. Christina, it's good to see you. Um, Sean Balcom, who's a longtime Geekscape. It's like Sean is old school. He's been through every iteration of Geekscape before there was a Geekscape. He's an old dromey. Uh, he said, Gl- glad I caught it. Congrats. Fantastic. Big Yanks in New York City. Great show. The next evolution. <laughs> I'm not convinced he went through evolution. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, Omar Calderon. This is what TV is sorely lacking because of time-shifting programming. With Geekscape being live, you can call in and be a part of the show again. And I will take your, your calls. Um, Robert Miranda. He said, great first show. Again, welcome to the Toad Hop Network. He's one of the more recent Geekscapists. I think he's only been listening within the last year. Uh, there were some negative critiques. Uh, Molly Mahan, who's one of our writers, I mean, we're getting negativity from, from inside our own ranks, said, uh, watching the show last week, she said live, it's a bit of a sausage fest on here. Um, what's funny is, is Molly is probably the writer on our, on our, 
on our site with the most uh, testosterone, which is crazy. Um, you know, but uh, you know, I mean, we're a bunch of wussies. What do you expect? It's Geekscape. There's not going to be a whole lot of testosterone on that site, and Molly really holds down the fort for us. It's been a sausage fest your entire life. It's been a, a sausage fest. I mean, I mean, she's like a Xena fan, <laughs> right? Like, like they're girly girls. Molly's not a girly girl, yeah. right? Like Molly, Molly's into girly things. Like she, she reads like all the girl comic books. She's into like the Wonder Woman and this and that. But man, she could probably put you under, right? Like she could, uh, like in her arm, like if it was over the top. Really? Oh, if it, yeah, yeah, she whip your ass. Pretty weak. I don't know. There's there's something kind of buff about Molly. Uh, I'll just say it. So so Molly, maybe we got to bring you down here and do a length contest. I don't know. Uh, Jeremy on Twitter, Giants fan uh, Jay. He said, love the new Geekscape.net on Toadhop Network. Are there, are there ever going to be any solo Jonathan London shows? Well, you know, I, I read that, and I was like, yeah, screw a guest. I had a guest. Uh, we moved them next week. If you guys are comic fans, Sam Humphreys, who writes for Marvel Comics, he's going to be in the studio next week for us, uh, along with uh, Sean Madden, who's our writer. We're going to be talking a lot of comic books next week, and we're also going to get a couple call-ins. So don't worry. Every now, every now and then you're going to get some guests. Every now and then you're going to get me. What you got, Jerry? <laughs> This show, this show is basically one big tease for next week. No, 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 no. We're talking about last week, too. We're talking about, we're doing everything but living in the now is what we're doing right now on Geekscape. Um, yeah, and then Shane, our own writer, Shane O'Hare, he goes, Jesus Christ, who gave Jonathan a soundboard? He's worse than a morning zoo crew. Do, do you, don't you work for a morning zoo crew? I, uh, I have before. You have before? Yeah, yeah, they get pretty crazy with it. Yeah, now, you weren't as I crazy. I, I was that crazy. Shows that are, I don't think I was that worse. crazy. So, so Shane, this is for you. The who, the her. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Shane, guess what? You dick. All right. Um, let's get down to some news. I think the big news today is the Oscars. The Oscar nominations got announced, and there were a couple snubs. Let me bring up the list. We got a list up here on uh, Geekscape.net. Derek posted this stuff for us. And um, let me just read it off of here. The internet's working while I'm doing this. Maybe it'll maybe it'll fuck up the live stream. One person asked if these things are autofocus. Are these yeah. are these things autofocus? No. Well, they will autofocus. No, no, we don't want them to autofocus. No, you want to look blurry. I don't want them to look it's blurry, but it, it's not exactly like this is Citizen Kane here. Like like we don't have to set a, like a like a narrow focus here. But if we do like a wide angle and just leave it like at a wide wide angle shot, everything should be. Oh no no, it doesn't focus like that. I mean, I it just, I, it's the, it doesn't go in and out of focus. No that no no, no not not that hello? much. Just enough hello? to be able to. Uh, hello. <laughs> just enough to see Wrong my one. face. Probably the last thing you want to do. <laughs> hello, Kimberly, cómo estás? Um, all right, here's the Oscar list. Uh, Best Picture, Amor, nobody saw that. Argo, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. The bit one that got the most nominations was Lincoln, which is probably one of the most boring ones that I thought. Um, Life of Pi got 11, though, to Lincoln's 12, and I thought Life of Pi was my favorite of the year. Um, but let's talk about snubs, really. I got the, some of the snubs that were the big ones. I thought Leo's performance in Django Unchained should have gotten rewarded with at least a nomination. It seems like... Remember that that year that uh, Leo did like a like a bitch fit because he didn't get nominated for Titanic, and now he didn't get nominated for Django, and that was more of a performance than Titanic by far. I mean, this was Leo just really giving an amazing performance, and uh, to not be nominated, uh, I mean, who's in this category that you would put in place of 
Leonardo DiCaprio's performance. Bradley Cooper, Daniel Day-Lewis. I, I believe Daniel Day-Lewis should be in there. Hugh Jackman, I believe he should be in there. Joaquin Phoenix, he should be in there. Denzel Washington's flight. Listen, I went and saw Denzel Washington in flight, and I got to tell you, it just felt like I was watching a Corey Roberts impersonation. Corey Roberts is the best. He's our guest last week. He does the best Denzel Washington, and it, I couldn't stop laughing during flight, which is kind of fucked up because like he's like the plane's going down, and everybody's like he's like. We're going to roll the plane. And all I can see was Corey. And I'm in the middle of the thing. And people are sitting there and they're watching this scene. And the scene is tense. Like, if you're going to see flight, really, it's only good for, like, the first 40 minutes when, they, when, like, the plane sequence happens. And then all the characters start acting inconsistently. But the funny thing is I'm in the theater and everybody is like, oh, my God, they're going to roll the plane. And is Denzel going to be able to save the plane? And who's going to die? Da, 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 da. And I'm just sitting there going, ah! <laughs> oh, shit, it sounds like Corey. It sounds like Corey. So... If, if I was going to take anybody off this list, I'm sorry, Denzel. I would take you off and put Leo in. I think Leo uh, deserves to be there. I think the Academy might have something against him and the good looks. Um, we are going to get to your call soon. I know you guys are calling in, you fools. I know you guys are calling in, but i got to get through some news. Um, ben Affleck, Catherine Bigelow, snubbed as directors. I think both of them probably did the best directing jobs of the year, and... The Academy does this weird thing where they're like, all right, well, we'll give you a Best Picture nomination and we'll share the directing love with someone else. So why don't you just nominate them in both? If somebody made the Best Picture, wouldn't that constitute them being the best director? I mean, the director has to kind of steer that ship. So um, that was a little weird. Beasts of the Southern Wild kind of uh, crept in there. There were some surprises. The Oscars just try and keep it exciting because they know they're coming off the Golden Globes and everybody thinks those are even more exciting. Um so that's what happens there. Um, one of the com- Do you guys want to talk about the Oscars? Call up, call up. I know I missed a couple of your phone calls. Call up right now if you guys want to talk about the Oscars. Um, one of the comics I read today in uh, the L.A. courthouse, criminal courthouse, was Superior Spider-Man. Like, a, Do you know what's going on? It's number, issue one of Superior Spider-Man. They renumbered it because Peter Parker, I'm going to spoil this shit for you. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call. All right, I'm getting like nine phone calls. All right, I'm going to go with the 276 number. All right, here we go. I'm going to answer this one. Hey, hey, this is Geekscape. You're on the air. Who's this? Hello. This is Geekscape. What's up? Hello. Hi. Who is this? This is, uh, my name is Kevin Poirier. Oh, it's Kevin. <laughs> now, listen, Kevin has been a Geekscape since Geekdrome, but... Yeah, he doesn't come to he doesn't come to any of the live events. He doesn't do any. I mean, do you not have a car, Kevin? Because now you even live in L.A. and you don't no. come to any of the live events. Do you not have no, a car? I, I don't. I don't actually even live in L.A. anymore. What and happened I really to you? I know. I've actually started watching the show again, and now you are you're on this cool like producer shit. I don't know. It's fun. Are you high right now? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what happened? You came here and you you went to you you went to UCLA. Did you I did. did you go all four years? I did. So, no, I I graduated in three years, and then I made a horrible mistake to don't lie to become me. Become a teacher. No, listen, listen, listen. You were here for three years. A hardcore escape yeah. is from way the fuck back when, and you didn't come to any of our live events. You didn't even like email me about coming on the show. This and that. It seems like you're more of an incessant fan when you're not. In the same so that's city, that's actually what it is. Like, like what, what I is just that about? Get you're, really excited about it when I'm twenty six hundred miles away. Where are you now? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, teaching inner city youth. Are you really? I seriously am. You know that South Park episode where they yeah. use like how to use these keys? 
that, that's me. You're like Michelle Pfeiffer. You're like Eric yeah. James almost. What do you? No, do? like those, those are such accurate, like uh, depictions that it's like scary and depressing and sad. Holy crap! Kind of so Kevin P ended up a teacher. Now, when, now when you walk through the hallways, is like the like do you have the Coolio song playing in your head or anything <laughs> going on? Like the Dangerous Mind soundtrack is playing through your head. Well, uh, what did oh. you? What, what's up with teaching? I mean, do you, do you want to be a teacher? Well, you know, they got that, 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 that program, Teach for America, for, like, recent college graduates. Okay, okay. And so, like, my, my, uh, my roommate was doing it. He convinced me to join. Um, listen, and then he quit, and I'm still doing it. Listen, I knew some people from Penn who, like, were coming out of school, and they were like, man, what am I going to do? And they saw Teach for America. But they sent them to places like Taiwan. They sent them to places like South America. You got sent to Charlotte, North what? Carolina. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, like, in the ghetto. All right. Well, it yeah. could be like a foreign country. Um, well, dude, I'm glad you're listening to Geekscape after all these years. I'm glad you're still dude, listening to Geekscape. of course. I've listened to, like, Of course. What do you mean, of course, nerd? You lived in the same city as us. We had live events, and you wouldn't show up. Do you have, like, a no, skin problem? Do you look like the elephant man? Are you, like... Do you have I agoraphobia? Do agoraphobia, I understand. I understand if you're like, oh my god, I can't look. Like, are you fucking like the sunlight burns you? Are you a vampire? Because we had some it night does. events in there. Yes. No. You never invited me to any of them. Oh shit! I, you're like right. Oh my god. Wife. My wife was like, "What is this red carpet doing in your office? When are you going to get out of get rid of this?" I was like, "Oh, that red carpet. I keep forgetting. It's for Kevin P. I should give him a personal invite every time we do a Geekscape event." Yes, you should, and you should lay out that red carpet for Clipsy, who's been here with you for seven Clipsy, years. Clipsy, you're high as hell. <laughs> I, as a teacher, I have to be. I, that's what I live on. Well, Clipsy, I hope you don't get knifed this week. You know, that's actually my goal. I have personal goal setting every week. All right, all right. Here's your, here's your apple, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, Clipsy, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to answer another phone call. I love you, buddy. Okay. It's a shame hey, we never met when you lived in LA. I liked Django. Okay. And that's really all I wanted to say in this phone call, and I didn't get to say Wait, it. Wait, uh, hold on. i got to go wake Johnny Ice up. <laughs> Johnny Ice is yeah. over there killing himself. All right, another caller. I love you, buddy. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Geekscape. You are on the air. I'm going to – who's this? Jonathan. Yeah, what's up, brother? It's Steve. Hey, Steve. So, listen, homie, I was going to call you. I forgot what I was going to call you, you about. Yes, yeah, Steve Soul, you have been on the show before, and uh, you're, I got your email for your bachelor party. Why is it in New York City? Why is it in New York City? Because that's where I'm from, motherfucker. I know, but who's going to fly from Los Angeles? The, well, the wedding is in, is in Los Angeles area. It's in Santa Barbara. Who's going to fly from Los Angeles to be in the bachelor party? Like, how's that going to work? You know what we got to do? What about, well, well, instead of putting it on me, instead of inviting you. That's what I'm saying. York, how about saying, wow, that was really nice of Steve to include me, even though I most likely oh, won't be able to make it. It was very nice of you to include me. No, Steve, listen, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. Hold up. Hold up. Don't get crazy. All right? Don't get crazy. What I'm thinking is we got to do a West Coast. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. We got to do, do a West Coast. A West Coast. Are you planning a West Coast? Are you going to invite the Geekscapists? Not all of them. I, mean, <laughs> I, I love how, the, how Geekscape has just turned into like me taking personal <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> uh, Steve, what do you think of the Oscars? Steve, you're a filmmaker. What do you think of these Oscar nominations? What's your story there? My biggest gripe is, uh, is the obvious, and that, that Catherine Bigelow got shut out. Yeah. For yeah. Director. That, okay. That's really obvious. And I mean, I say that having not seen... Um, 
Beasts of the Southern Wild mm. or Life of Pi. Mm. The only the movies I haven't seen that are on the on the list are Beasts of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, that French film, well, not a French film, but uh, the whatever, Amour, yeah, that foreign film, and we're seeing Django tomorrow. Okay, uh, yo, if you're gonna see Django, but, see it at the bridge. What's that? If you're gonna see Django, <laughs> see it at the bridge. Yeah. Sure, you can see sure. it in the bridge in Inglewood. It, take, it takes the experience on the screen, it makes it. Oh yeah, become live action. Come, come live action. You, live you live the yeah. movie. Yeah. It becomes yeah, a tale I mean, of survival. Having seen every, you know how we, you and I have talked about Silver Linings Playbook, and it is a good movie. Not a great movie. Period. period full stop. Yeah. I mean that's where it is. It, 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 I don't get people are. I, I don't get it. I agree with you, brother. I agree with you, brother. Um, Steve, I love you, man. Uh, let's talk because I was wondering if we want to go running or something this weekend. Okay. I did a uh, half marathon last weekend, but I, I, oh, it, it, but it's so lonely. Oh, the one in the one in um, downtown in LA. One? No, there's a downtown LA one. I'll talk about it in a bit. We're going to get to uh, New Year's resolutions, but uh, I wanted to call you. I'll, I'll, I'll call you when I'm done. All right, buddy. All right, pal. All right, all right. One more phone call. This one from New York. All right, Geekscape. What's up? Uh, Speak, motherfucker. You're on Geekscape. What's up? This person's like, I don't know. I can't talk. <laughs> New York, are you on the line? You're not on the line. I'm going to pick up one more. But you can't be a fucking mutant, okay? I know that I'm not running Fortune 500 scape, but we got we to gotta, we gotta represent for geeks, okay? We can't be socially retarded when you guys call up. When you guys call up, you can't be like, holy shit, a phone, and like throw it, okay? Like, I need you guys to talk when I pick up, all right? Ready? And boom. Here we go. This is Geekscape. What's up? Yo, turn hey. it down, whatever that. Who is this? Are you running from the cops? What's going on in the background? It's Walton. Walton, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I had uh, a couple minutes to kill before I leave work. I'm going to meet uh, somebody for a drink. Brian Walton, so editor. I'm listening editor, to your crap show and Brian calling Walton, in. Brian Walton, editor of uh, Nerdist.com, right? Did I get that Nerdist right? News. Nerdist News. Uh, in, in, when he knows crap shows, I gotta tell you, <laughs> as editor in chief no. of Nerdist News, he knows crap shows. I but, wanted to give you a chance to bail you out of the shit calls you're getting. Oh, those calls are fine, buddy. Those calls are fine. Uh, uh, uh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Cause the Geekscape has missed your off camera comments after those years. Um, no, I, uh, I actually wanted to call, I, you Nobody else seems to be upset. I'm really upset Quentin Tarantino didn't get nominated. Yeah, do you, I, now, what, do you think, what do you think that is? Do you think that's his attitude coming back to bite him? What do you think that is? I, I do think he had enough of a negative uh, aura around the movie um, where it was like, I think Oscar Academy members probably wanted to nominate the film but nominate, not nominate the guy who made it. Yeah, but why not just give him a best? Now, is there a best picture nominee for Django? Let me see. Yeah, it got nominated for best okay, picture. Okay, so yeah, that that might actually be the argument. Now, how do you go reverse and leave out nice people who Hollywood loves, like Catherine Bigelow and, and Ben Affleck? Uh, ben Affleck, I think, is one of those situations where if I was an Academy voter and I saw the field out there, Ben Affleck's going to get one. That I, I feel that writing is on the wall. He has an and Oscar. Sometimes. I think when you know a director is eventually going to get one, sometimes, even though Ar Argo is really, really good, right. I don't think that's the one that he's going to be most remembered for, if I, that makes sense. No, no, it, it does. I, I think I, I still love Gone Baby Gone the most out of his movies. Uh, I, I love Gone Baby Gone. I liked The Town a lot. 
I thought the town had uh, a lot of I love how really good character-driven um, performances. I love, uh, I love well, character-driven performances. That's what. Uh, I love that he's like, I called to bail you out of boring halls. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes into a fucking thesis. <laughs> I have oh, no oh, idea what the tone of your new show is trying oh, to be. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. You, you, you mean you called to share your opinion, which was just like everybody else's opinion. I get you. I got you, Walden. You know I'm going to bust your balls if you call up. But like, Everything okay with you? Everything's all right with you? Yo, I saw I, I saw. I saw. I I went to I Disneyland to... for the first time, dude. It was great. That's why I ask, because the fucker lived like a life where he had never been to Disneyland. Does that make sense? No. Like, like what, he never had, like, Walt never had a childhood. Right, and that's why he's. That, that's why he's like that's recessing. So it's I so had a childhood. It wasn't so, a great one. Yeah, you had a childhood, and it was like, here's your cage, and like you're gonna live in it, and every now and then we're gonna throw you berries and shit. Like, <laughs> like now, now he's actually getting to like get a childhood, but the problem is he's like 27, 28 years old. So there you go. Uh, well, and the calls keep coming, but I'm gonna have to have a commercial break here in a bit. So let me uh, hop off, buddy. Uh, no, no worries, dude. Uh, enjoy you. the rest of the show. Call uh, you know. in more because I do miss you, buddy, and I know the Geekscape has missed you too. You've been a giant part of this. All right, man. I'm, I'm being I'll talk sincere. To you later. Do you see on the webcam? I'm being sincere. I do see you on the webcam. I love you, buddy. Who's behind you, though? Who Who's in the studio with you? Uh, that's That's Johnny Ice. Oh, okay. But I am not behind him. Yo, Walton, you should have gotten a fake name on Geekscape. Think of your fake name and then call in next week with it, all right? Love all you. right. I love later, you, buddy. Man. Bye. All right, I'm going to decline a couple of these calls. I just want to tell you guys. Uh, so I was reading Superior Spider-Man. What are you doing? Are you, are you going right to ads? Oh, well. That time. All right, you go to ads, and we'll come back to Superior Spider-Man, tease all right? It, tease it, T- tease it. Tease it. We're going to come back, and I'm going to give you the thoughts on Superior Spider-Man number one, the Dan Slott comic that everybody's been talking about, because guess what? Peter Parker's dead, and Otto Octavius is in his body. Spoiler warning, that shit. Peace! You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff system too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. 
Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip-hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things, music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we'd like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start. No late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. All right, all right, all right. We're back. We're getting phone calls during the commercial break. You just want to talk to me? Johnny, you know what happens? You know what happens with the Geekscape? It's like I, I built this thing to be really familial so that all the Geekscapists feel like they're part of a community. Most of these motherfuckers have my phone number, so when they can't get through here, they're texting me and being like, <laughs> it's just ringing. And I'm like, what do you think's happening? I'm doing a radio show for you people. One of them raised the, raised the subject of a two-hour show. Like, you got to do a two-hour show to get through everything. But you understand it would just be – then you guys would be like, a, let's give us a three-hour show. Give us a, you guys just – the problem is we can do this forever. I would love to do a two-hour show, but let's just see what we can do with a two-hour show, one-hour show. We're on a one-hour show right now. Let's just – you know what? Tell the movie guys not to come in. <laughs> so, so listen, let's see what we can do with a one-hour show and then maybe bust it to a two-hour show if we see what's going on. we got a lot happening. My life is busy. From can to can't, I'm busting my ass, all right? Work and play, you don't know anybody who works and plays harder than I do. Uh, Chris Gore is going to be calling in pretty soon to talk about this new event that we've got going on. Um, he's got a new podcast that he's been doing for the last year or two, and we're recording a live one at I.O. West on Saturday. He'll tell you all about it. Um, what else is going on? i got to tell you, Superior Spider-Man. So I'm reading the Superior Spider-Man, and it's got a lot of people upset, and I told you why, because um, Otto Octavius like switched bodies with Peter Parker. Now his mind is inside of Peter Parker's body, but he's got all of Peter, Peter's like memories. So he's trying to do the right thing because he saw all of Peter's memories. He's like, oh my God, with, with great power comes great responsibility. I got to do your thing. Um, and he's kind of taken it under himself to become a responsible Spider-Man, but he's still kind of a jerk because he's Otto Octavius. So he's doing edgy things. Like he put claws on the Spider-Man outfit and he's like, uh, kind of playing dirty with like the villains. When he fights like the new Sinister Six, he's playing dirty with it. Here's my problem with the issue. And I'm totally cool with the new attitude for Otto Octavius as uh, Spider-Man. I love it. My problem with the with the book is at the end, uh, we've got a. Uh, we, hey Chris, hold on real quick. All right, I, I got sure. to tell no you problem. one thing. The, the problem with the end of the book is that um, at the end, 
he's about to kill like one of the Sinister Six, and something holds his hand, and you look, and it's a ghost Peter Parker holding his hand. Like Peter Parker somehow is still like alive in an, like an ephemeral form, and he's keeping Otto from killing anybody and being a villain in the Spider-Man suit. And I'm like, wait a minute. And, and Peter literally has a word balloon where he's like, I don't know how, but I'm still here. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's the first issue of Superior Spider-Man, and you guys have such little conviction in where you guys are headed with this that you're already thinking of a way to bring Peter back? Listen, I was so excited with a brand new take on Spider-Man, and that's just the thing that kills comics is that they can't make permanent decisions like Otto Octavius is now Spider-Man. Does that make sense? I mean, at the end of the first issue, you're already giving yourself an out with Peter Parker somehow still existing. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. I... I Threw it out. I tore it up, and everybody in the court system was like, what's going on here? This guy's crazy. Arrest him. I'm kidding. I didn't tear it up and make a scene. All right. On the phone, we got Chris Gore. Uh, he is a podcaster, filmmaker, host. Uh, we have seen him for the last – I mean, he used to run Film Threat Magazine, um, and now uh, he is the host of Pod Crash, where he goes on to other people's podcasts. He records a podcast with them, and then he, he goes in like, well, like, what do you do? You, you go and like, like run a commentary over it. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, basically what I do is uh, every week I'm a guest on a different show. So it's kind of like a sampler platter of podcasts. If you listen to my show, you get to listen to a whole bunch of different kinds of podcasts. The, the thing that's consistent, though, is I'm always the guest. So, yeah, that's the premise for PodCrash. And then, you know, we do the live shows once a month at iOS in Hollywood. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're doing the live Which, show. I was, I was just listening to you talk about this, by the Superior Spider-Man comic book. Yeah. This is when I'm so glad I just stop reading those regular comics because I feel like they're always trying to do stunts to get you to read the comics. I gotta do it's it. so yeah. irritating. I'm a, I'm a battered housewife when it comes to comics, man. I, 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 yeah, no, it, it's the worst. And with it's someone talking about that storyline and just hearing you complain about it, I mean, I'm surprised people aren't burning it and no. doing YouTube videos of burning that comic. It's so bad. Give it a chance. I don't think the comic's bad. I think it's I think it's bad when they when they already start giving themselves an out with a major decision like that. You know, if you want yeah, if, if you want Otto Octavius to be Spider-Man, give like let it be an era of Spider-Man where Otto Octavius is Spider-Man. We're not dummies. We know Peter Parker's coming back, but give us some time to enjoy this new take. Dan Slott's a great writer. Whoever they got doing this artwork is a lot of fun. Let's have him let's have him play with this universe. And now there's this impending thing where it's like, oh, the next time an Amazing Spider-Man movie is released by Sony, we're gonna have Peter Parker right back in the suit. Come on, let us enjoy this, man. I'm such a fucking nerd. Dude, I, I'm right there with you. But like, oh man, that storyline is just the worst. It's just, it's something out of like, I, I don't know. It just, it sounds like the bad Marvel movies of the '70s and '80s. Well, let's talk about this Saturday. So, so Geekscape is here in LA this Saturday at seven, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. You can, you should get there uh, at like yeah, six thirty. Eight o'clock, seven thirty is our blue milk tasting. Now, blue milk tasting. You guys are, you know, know blue milk because it's what Aunt, Aunt Biru and Uncle Owen would would feed to Luke. On Tatooine, right? That's where you get the, yes, the, the blue exactly. milk. And Although, this is a Star Wars theme night. Gonna, it's basically just this is going to be white Russians with a little blue milk, blue dye. Okay. Food coloring. So, so, so uh, yeah, but it's it's a show. I do my show, Pod Crash Live at iOS in Hollywood, 6366 Hollywood Boulevard. You are joining my panel of seven geeks on episode seven. And what we're going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about Everything that we know up to now about Episode Seven, mm -hmm. what our hopes are for this new sequel trilogy. This isn't a prequel trilogy; it's a sequel trilogy. It's, yeah. it's been announced. Seven, uh, eight, nine. Rumored that there are 
four actors from the original trilogy that will be returning, and people are assuming it's going to be Harrison Ford, though Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Billy D. Williams. I would love there to see Billy There could be more. Um, yeah, exactly. Lando, you know, Luke, Leia, and Han. But you know, so we're we're basically going to be talking about it because I feel like uh, you're you're you feel like a battered housewife when it comes to comics. I feel like that when it comes to Star Wars. Right. Because because you got my emails. My- when Chris well, recruited me, conversations and nerd stuff has been with you. I mean, you really get into it like I do. Well, with the Star Wars stuff is just like brutal to me. You know, uh, Chris, Chris and I are in this movie, People vs. George Lucas. It's currently on Netflix uh, Instant. If you guys have Netflix, you can watch it. Uh, and we're working on the the follow up Doc of the Dead, but. Um, this people versus George Lucas just says it, you know, the, the prequels killed it for a bunch of fans. And I was one of them. I mean, Star Wars for me, Star Wars for me was everything. I had the sheets, I had the posters. I didn't have a damn friend in high school. I had Star Wars. And when that first prequel came out, yeah, I saw it. It's the only prequel I saw twice because I saw it the first time and I was like, okay, did that really happen? So I saw it the second time. I was like, yeah, that happened. And And within a month, everything I'd ever collected, I guess I was 18 at that time, gone. I just got rid of everything. Wow. I, 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 I couldn't wow. stand to look at it anymore. <laughs> That's how pathetic I was. Yeah. No, look, I, I feel for you. Like, I definitely felt like, I think that the only reason a lot of people saw episode one multiple times in theaters was to go, was it as bad as I thought it was? Like, this is horrible. Um, and then, and then you know, they got progressively. I mean, there were there's like scenes in certain. That's the thing that's like really bad about the prequel trilogy is there are things that are amazing. You know, double sided lightsabers. Darth Maul is a character. There's, right. you know, you and McGregor. There are moments of brilliance mixed with moments of some of the worst crap um, imaginable. But they, but what we do know is is that this uh, the sequel trilogy is being done with an outline from George Lucas. Michael he wrote Arndt. a very involved story. My understanding is he's written a very involved and detailed story for these, this sequel trilogy about what happens um, to these characters right. later on. And then, and then um, you know, we have the canon, supposed canon of the novels. Um, I don't know how, how far in the future this will be. Who knows? He could do Han Solo digital, for all I know. <laughs> um, I, and, and, but but it's, Disney is going to be doing it, so you know at least, um, you know, you know at least it'll be uh, budgeted appropriately. Who, who knows? But, but, but that, I think it's a good thing because it's going to be more of a collaborative effort. Well, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I don't, also don't want you to give away what we're going to be doing on Saturday. If we, if we, start, oh, giving, if we bigger, start giving our opinions now. We're going to be doing. There's bigger stuff. Each of the seven geeks that are appearing on the panel okay. will be presenting their interpretation of what they think the opening crawl for Star Wars <laughs> Episode Seven will be. Every so, so as I'm going to be introducing each of the guests on stage, you're going to see before they join me on stage, they're going to you're going to see their Episode Seven crawl. Some of them are funny and goofy. Some are like actually deadly serious. Like, yeah. Trying to say like, I think this is the plot. So we found the nerd so, in the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing that. We're also going to be doing some Star Wars fanfic oh, uh, with cool. girls in Slave Leia outfits. That's going to be a lot of fun. And the same night, you should be aware of this when you show up um, at iOS. We do an evening whenever we do Comic Book Live and whatnot. We do a thing um, called Super Bar. And Super Bar is a cosplay bar. It's L.A.'s finest cosplay bar. So um, if Great. you're into cosplay, you could, I mean, you could dress as whatever, superheroes, but our, we try to do theme nights, and the theme for this night obviously is going to be Star Wars. You're going to see a lot of people from the cosplay community there in full costume. I'm going to show up as a Celestin. 
All I have to do is get major bags under my eyes and have fake giant ears and just walk around going. There were a hundred people in the bar at our last show, and they were all giant ears. The people that were not in costume were in the minority, so I'll just say there were about ninety people dressed in costume. Chris, Chris, you're single right now. Are you still dating people? Are you single right now? You seen anybody? I I am. I I am. uh, I have a girlfriend. Okay, because I was going to say this would only be this night will only be a success if you fuck a Twi'lek. Well, the thing is, is I the do, only way. I'm trying to, I could convince my girlfriend to put on the slave layout. Right. You know, I've always got No, that, fuck uh, slave. Everybody's going to be dressed as slave layout. you got to fuck a Twi'lek. That's what I want. I want the two the two tentacles, and I want that because that's getting freaky. Um, Chris, so 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 Attack of the Show, you were, you were the DVD uh, Blu-ray home video wait, wait, guy. Before, before what? we switch gears, can I also say that the same night, yes. can I just also say the same night we're also going to be doing a thing called Comic Book Live, we're actually going to be performing... Star Wars Episode Seven live in front oh, of an audience funny. at eleven thirty p.m. So Impro- improvisationally, and then it's like one price. So it's like if you come out, I think tickets are two for one. If you're wearing a costume, it's five bucks, and it's basically you, the ticket is good for the entire night of comedy. So, so even if you don't if have a costume, crash, if you don't have a costume, it's ten bucks. But if you don't live in L.A., you can actually watch it on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/podcrashtv. Okay. I just want to get that out there. That, no, that's great because these kids are watching the streaming version. So Saturday, uh, seven seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, start watching that live stream Podcrash TV. Uh, looking for that on YouTube, and uh, you, you, look for that on YouTube. You're yeah. gonna see you. They'll see you live in in the stream, and you're gonna that's see awesome. your opening crawl, which what? I'm being, which is animating right now. It's gonna be really awesome. Well, what are you doing right now? Like like now that Attack of the Show is over, like well, what are you doing? You just doing this Podcrash oh, well, thing? Like I'm, what are you doing? Uh, I am. Looking for a normal job. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> One that has a paycheck. No. Like, like everybody, like everybody here, you know, right. looking looking for a job. It's, but basically, I'm I'm kind of uh, uh, focusing on projects. I actually feel like a lot of people are so sad that Attack of the Show has gone away. But the way I see it is, is like now I'm free to do the projects I've always wanted to do. Right. So um, I've, I'm putting effort into my podcast. I have a comedy album that's going to be coming out later this year called Celebrities Poop. Um. So I'm going to be recording that comedy album, which comes with a book, and that'll be out at Comic-Con in San Diego. I also have two upcoming web series, animated web series, one called Fetishville, which there's a trailer online if you look up Fetish V-I-L, and then um, another thing called The Last Guys on Earth, which I've been a little quiet about because I've been pitching it around town. These but, all uh, sound like they're going to make $3, Chris. Jesus Christ, you want me to get the second bedroom ready for you? No, no, no. I'm worried no, about you. No, I'm worried about you. But you know what? Like when you when you work in entertainment, it's like you have to cobble together a living from like several different sources. I understand right? that so completely. Like, I host. So I like, do this. I direct. Podcast, I teach. Yeah, exactly. But you I'm know, worried about you. A whole bunch of different things. I mean, you put the celebrities poop. The most money. Celebrities poop. Oh Jesus! Is the name Christ. of my comedy album. He's receding. Like he's like going back into infinitesimal. Like oh. I'll. I'll I, I, I worry. It's, it's kind of, I'd say it. I worry. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Right. But no, but like basically, you know, I like having a regular TV gig, which is which is a lot of fun, and I'm looking at some opportunities at the moment. But um, I'm using this time now to actually do stuff that I kind of put on the back burner. So uh, comedy album, web series, and then you know doing more live shows and actually taking the show on the road as well. That's awesome. Because we're going to be doing we're doing comic book live and pod crash at WonderCon. In Anaheim in March, we'll be doing that. I will also be doing it at Comic Con in San Diego. 
So, uh, and then uh, Dragon Con in September. So it's we're taking we're taking the show on the road, basically. Okay. Well, if you guys want a, a sneak peek. This Saturday at I.O. West, you guys can pick up tickets if you're living in L.A. Uh, it's like $10. If you come in costume, it's probably $5. I.O. West, the whole party is going to start at 730. Get drunk, watch this thing at 8 o'clock, and then just stay through Comic Book Live and all this. This is Pod Crash. Uh, check it out. Uh, what's a good website for them to go to to both? I mean, we got the stream, but to buy tickets. Uh, they, can, they can actually go to my Twitter, at that Chris Gore or at comic book underscore live, mm-hmm. or you can go to I.O improv.com okay. slash west if you, if you, if ioimprov.com slash west you can pick up advanced tickets there this show will sell out Jonathan you're a special guest so you don't have to worry about okay. uh, not having a seat but I want here's what I really love I would love for you to stick around and watch the comic book live show I want to hear what you think because we really have planned for 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 the audience what's, what will be our interpretation of what we think a great fun getting back to the original tone of Star Wars we're basically performing right. a Star Wars movie for you on stage. Okay. Well, guys, you can check it out this Saturday. Chris, thanks, man. I'm going to see you on Saturday. All right? Thanks a lot for having me. Love you, buddy. Take care, Jonathan. We'll get you in the studio. Later. We'll get you in the studio soon. Bye, man. All right. There are more calls coming in, but I just can't, I can't do the calls like right now. i got to talk about something huge that happened. The PlayStation 2 finished production. It's done. Sony's not making no more PlayStation 2s. Johnny Ice is over there looking at me like, wait, they still made PlayStation 2? Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, the yeah. PlayStation 2 is the most amazing selling system of all time. And coming up on Geekscape in the next day or two, we're going to be putting up an article where we each talk about we basically write a short love letter to the game that was our biggest memory of the PS2. And i got to tell you, I'll spoil it right now, GTA 3 is the reason I bought that system. GTA 3, it was the say-all, end-all of the PS2. And right there, I, I know, you know, I love Vice City. you got to have Vice City because it gives it that style. I love San Andreas because it just blew it all up and gave you that huge, huge open world map. But the original right there, GTA 3, boom, that's, that's what got me to buy the PS2. And uh, we love you, PS2. Also, CES is going on right now. I don't really understand what's going on with the Valve uh, box. Valve has a box. They're not making console. They're making a box. Because it seems like there's a whole movement towards living room PCs where you can get a PC that uh, works as your entertainment system and your gaming system and putting it in the living room. That seems to be a trend at, at CES. Also a big trend, Satori, one of our, uh, our, our Geekscapists in Toronto, said uh, he, he linked an article that I guess the 3D TVs, there's none of them. Like last year, two years, for the past couple of years at CES, it's been all about the 3D TV, trying to put a 3D TV in your living room. Um, that supposedly is over. It didn't happen. Um, the big thing now is that four that four uh, that four uh, G TV where it's got uh, the four K the four K TV that Sony's putting out. We can actually have a theater like image in front of you. That's awesome. Um, and then Nvidia. Nvidia is getting into the portable gaming uh, thing with this Nvidia portable system. Um, who knows? I mean, there's only one portable system as far as I'm concerned. It's that 3DS. I was playing it today in my courtroom. Uh, there's this new game you can get it for $1.99. You can also get it for iOS. If you guys like platformers like Mega Man or you guys like uh, some of them, it's a lot like Mega Man. Mega Man is probably the best reference for this. There's a game called Gunman Clive. It's $1.99. You can play it on an iOS tablet. You can play it on, uh, on iOS on your phone. Or you can play it on the 3DS. And uh, it's, just go and Google Gunman Clive and take a look at this artwork. It's like a cell-shaded, pencil-drawn look. It's a Western, side-scrolling. It's got cool boss battles, and I played it like crazy today at the uh, at the uh, when I was on jury duty. I had nothing to do. I was like, "What am I going to do, Sudoku?" I'm not going to talk to these people. They're like 50 years old. 
Um, that is what's going on. The PS2. I love you. Let's take a let's take a couple more calls to round us out. All right. Let's see who we're on. All right, Geekscape, you're on the phone. What's up, brother? Yo. <laughs> is this Frank Sanders? No, this is Shane O'Hare. Hey, Shane. Shane in Alaska. What's up, brother? How are you doing? Oh, uh, nothing. Just staying, just staying warm. My ass off. What's the temperature over there in Alaska? Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. Fucking, fucking cold. Right now, Shane is taking every My Little Pony costume that he owns and fucking covering himself in it. He's our he's our resident brony, Shane O'Hare. Yo, you coming to WonderCon? Um, What's going on there? Um, I'm going to try to go to WonderCon. Okay. Um, I just, uh, being the, uh, <clears throat> the uh, youngest real estate agent in the Nats oh. Valley, oh. Um, I'm really oh. busy. Oh. So, uh, oh, I didn't know who I was fucking talking track. to. You know how many people live in that valley? Three. <laughs> Three fucking people <laughs> live in that valley. All right? And they eat bear and shit. He's in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. You think he's busy? No. No. You're, yeah. all, you're also the youngest shovel slow, like, like, like fucking snow shoveler. You're also the youngest. Yeah. Um, Shane, what's up, brother? What do you want to talk about? Um, uh, video games, really. You mentioned uh, the whole CES thing and the yes. Valve box and how there's the move of <clears throat> getting the PC games to... Uh, your your living room. There's a company called uh, Wea or Yuuya. It's O U Y A. Uvula. And Uya 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 Uya. Okay. Basically, what they did is they, they took a, uh, an Android phone, put it in a little box with an HDMI port. I could see that. I, I saw I that. saw that Shane. There's a lot of Android powered gaming systems that are popping up. And it gives you yep. a bigger screen yep. and a controller. So that's like a new thing. Is like Android is the whole Android-powered gaming system. Is that going to stick around or is that yep. just going to be a fad? Like everybody's going to buy this crap. They're going to hook their phone up to it. How long is that going to last? Because streaming gaming, it looked nice, but how realistic is that when everybody's on the network streaming a game, like streaming an actual console-style like like style game on an Android phone when everybody's on the network? Is that realistic? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Because um, it, it, it sounded cool. Like, I don't like playing on this. It, it sounded cool, but like, how realistic is it when everybody's streaming the damn game? If they're if they're not if they're not like really heavy games and they're all just like the apps like like fucking Angry Birds and shit, don't do that. Um, and uh, and stuff like that. That I don't see it being a problem. But if they're trying to do what On Live did, I'm turning the TV off. If they're trying to do what On Live did, then it's not going to work. I hear you, brother. I hear you, brother. Thank you for the call. And you are out, man. Let me pick up one over here, New York City. Is that New York City or is that Orange County? New York City 626, Orange County is 661, San Diego 661. What's up, brother? Who is that? Are you, are you, nobody's talking. All right, let me try 250. Hey, Geekscape, what's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Who's this? Uh, long-time caller, or long-time listener, first-time caller. My name's Derek. <laughs> hey, what's up, Derek? Hey, uh, not a lot. I just wanted to say uh, I freaking love Gunman Clive. Isn't it good? It's a great game. It's, it's great an game. awesome game. And, yeah. and, it, and I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. For $1.99, $1. $1. you can't beat it. It's not, a, it's not it's an amazing game. It's not going to change your life. But $1.99, think about for it. For 2 bucks, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's what you got, Derek? That's what you got? I'm going to take another caller. I love you, buddy. Have a good one. New York City, what's up? It's another Hello. mutant. It's another mutant in New York City. What's up, brother? What up, man? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Yo, Mole Man, what's it's up? Big. Talk, dog. It is Big Gangs. Big Gangs, listen, man. You were so bad, I almost called Walton and tried to get him back on the air. Wh oh. wh what you got, Big Gangs? I love you, man. You're a long time, long time, long time, old school geekscapist. 
But um, what's up? You want to say something? Just want to say, say what's up. What's up? What's up? I love you, big gangs, buddy. I, love I you. wanted to call earlier, but you said everything about Superior Spider-Man already. I think I know what you said. Yeah, I already talked about Superior Spider-Man. Peace, dog. All right, 262, what's going on? Hey, it's Ron. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Ron? How you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a long time since I've talked to you, sir. Um, I just wanted to discuss Superior Spider-Man real quick. Yeah, what's going on there? Uh, do you see it like I see it? Well, I kind of knew from the beginning that they were going to do something because, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to come out. Of course. And they got to have Peter Parker back. But I, deep down, I had a feeling that they were going to pull a Ronnie Raymond Firestorm type of deal. Yeah. Where Peter comes back and he's, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that Peter needed an, uh, an overhaul because a lot of people have been complaining about the character for so long. I like Dan Slott. I like Dan Slott. I think he's, he's been one of the best Spider-Man writers in the last 20 years. But, uh, but I hope, I, I just don't want them showing their hands this, this blatantly, this early. Yeah, this is like, you know, you just get your first cards in poker and you just give everything away. The first issue. Right, right after that. First issue. What else are you reading, brother? Oh, God. Um, Batman, Swamp Thing. Um, I'm really digging Daredevil End of Days, believe it or not. Yeah, the Bendis book? Yeah, I, I can get artwork. past the art. Uh, yeah, um, you know, and, and i got to tell you, Mark Wade's Daredevil is fantastic. If you're oh, like, it is. It really Mark, is. Mark Wade's Daredevil is fantastic, and now they're they're putting an end to pu the Punisher that Greg Rucka's been writing because he's part of because Punisher's in Thunderbolts. And i got to tell you, Marvel, do you not like my money? Give us both books. Just because Punisher is in the Thunderbolts, right? You don't have to. You don't have to end the Greg Rucka on th on Punisher. I would buy both books at the same time. It doesn't matter if they contradict each other story wise. You don't like my money, Marvel is the only thing I can think. You don't like my exactly. money. Exactly. Well, they really don't like my money because I'm a, a long, long time Captain America fan, mm. and I'm a and I'm a fan of Rick Remender, but I just could not get past John Cap Romita Jr.'s art. Yeah, and Cap in a different dimension. We'll see. Yeah, what, I, I, you know, no thanks. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm a patriot, you know that. So I got to read my Captain America. <laughs> um, God bless America. Ron, thanks for calling, brother. Thanks for no calling. Problem, we got going. time for one or two more. Let's kick it over here with a six six one. Six six one. Are you just calling back at this point? Are you just calling back with a six six one? Um, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. There it is. Four eight four. Uh, you're on Geekscape. What's going on? Hey, it's Matt. Hey, what's up, Matt? How you doing? Good. Matt, are we supposed to know who you is? Oh, and this whole thing like throw, oh, got thrown off. There's a delay there. <laughs> okay, what's up, Matt? Oh, it's Matt, Matt Kelly, everybody. Matt Kelly, uh, the the proprietor of all that is shit on the internet. Matt Kelly, I gotta tell you, man, I love you, buddy. I love you. Thank you. Him, the her. Matt Kelly gave us uh, some amazing sound effects that I haven't gotten a chance to get to. This is my favorite of all the sound effects that he submitted for Geekscape. You don't like them titties. <laughs> so good. You knew I would so play that sound effect. The whole movie is on YouTube. You know, I you know I would play that sound effect of all the sound effects you sent me to play on Geekscape. You know this is the one right here. You don't like them titties. <laughs> Matt, you doing okay, brother? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I I watched some fucked up shit this week. Oh, right, what you watch? Hopefully, hopefully we'll get a uh, you know super secret project off the ground eventually because yes. I'm I'm suffering through some terrible shit in writing scripts right now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you off real quick and and honestly, like the super secret project is I recorded the podcast last Thursday. The next day I was on set in the morning 
to shoot part of our fantasy series with my brother. Listen to, listen to what I had. On Friday, I had my brother acting with Doug Jones from Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy, acting with Gilmore. Gilmore's in the scene with him. Acting with Carrie Lane, our writer who does our anime manga articles. I had all of them on the stage. We were shooting a fantasy project. I'm telling you right now, Matt, I'm saying it right now, WonderCon. You're going to want to be at WonderCon because we're going to be releasing that footage on a panel, showing you guys the trailer. Matt, i got to run, but this is Geekscape. If you guys want to get more Geekscape, it's seven days a week. Geekscape.net. You can also look us up on Facebook, Twitter. Just search for Geekscape. I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter. I love you guys. Thanks for calling. I think a two-hour show may be in our future. Peace. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Those crazy nights I do remember 